Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Let me hear a little bit of this. I didn't know he was are, that good. I, mean, I knew he was good, but not that good. Yeah. yeah. That was that was unbelievable. Well, what, was he, what were those 16th or 32nd? Those were just a little bit of everything. Yeah. They were 16th, but they're in cut time. And, yeah. He's so good. Yeah. I mean, his new stuff makes me a little kind of... Uh, but I mean, he's undeniably a, a ridiculously good player. Like, yeah. Well, he's fun. He's fun listening. He's got very melodic solos. You can go and go and potter down a little bit. I uh, we're uh, listening to a little bit of old Keith Urban, everybody, on uh, potty break right now on the bus. And uh, yeah, this is old Keith. That's old Keith Urban. And uh, if you haven't checked out Keith Urban and the Ranch, right? That's yeah. that's his old band. Yeah. Um, my goodness. And that was back. If you check out the old Keith Herman <laughs> stuff, that's when he did not before the teeth. Yep. He had the big Way gap before the teeth. teeth. Yeah. Have you seen him, Caleb? Uh, I don't think so. When he had the big gap. Yeah, the uh, big old. Gosh, I love the way he plays. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> so good. It's so melodic, and it's, you know, it's not just blazing notes past you. Like, well, that's our problem with, uh, we love Brad Paisley. Oh, yeah. No offense, but. His solos are just mush. Yeah, it's he's shredding. He's shredding, and it's like it's, it's like heavy metal shredding. It's yeah. like okay, there's scales, and it's just yeah. there's no melody to it. You and can't I like, sing any I like of his heavy solos. metal shredding. Like, don't yes. get me wrong. There's I, a time I, for it. Yeah, I really, really do. But yeah, it's there. There's uh, I don't know. <laughs> I looked up Keith Urban teeth gap, and a picture of Steve-O came up. <laughs> Steve O for Keith Urban tooth cap. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean Keith Urban came up too. And, uh, Spot on Google. Nicholas Cage, right? Uh, <laughs> Zach Efron, Tom Cruise. Are you wow. sure you're Beckham? not just looking through your wallpapers folder? Mm, I'm not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you used to have a Steve O wallpaper? <laughs> no. He's actually coming to St. Louis. He's going to do some. I think he was just there this weekend. Oh, that was this really. This is, yeah, I think. This yeah, just, right, I guess I can tell him. Yeah, stories. we missed it. Oh. Shucks. Well, it's, you know, a lot, it's a, it's really that is interesting to see. I would uh, Google um, like uh, stars before they had mm-hmm. what would you call it dental surgery? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Michael English. Remember, uh, Michael English yeah. is a contemporary Christian singer back, you know, in the nineties and stuff. I did not know him. He had teeth. He, they were like bowling pins. I mean, he had one <laughs> right in the middle, <laughs> and they just kind of. Lap, lapped over one another. Did they have the red stripes at the top. They did. And they had red stripes, and actually, his tongue was like a lane. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, or Michael English. Yeah. Hey, we're on the bus today on the potty break. Thank you for listening and downloading, Caleb. Of course, uh, we've got freight train in the house. Woo woo. Freight, what you eating, buddy? I'm not eating anything. What did you have before? You you always have something. Um, what'd you have after the show? What today? did I have? Uh, I think just a few, uh, 
little chips and stuff. That was it. I was gonna say I didn't even see you eat anything. I did like a food ninja. I didn't. He's yeah. trying to avoid all the mockery, so he's hiding in his bunk with no, a box my, of cheese. <laughs> I was in my bunk reading a Lee Child book. Jack, Just kind uh, of decompressing. Yeah, he's a yeah, Reacher. Jack Reacher. I, I got him started, I think, nice. years ago. Nice. Now he's yeah, read he gave like me the persuader, the and I'm just, I've never stopped since. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's I love cool. Him. Yeah. I taught him how to read. <laughs> you can see that that montage of me, me, me on a chalkboard doing the letters yeah. with a stick, kind of like a Shawshank. Oh, round. Yeah. Yeah. He's that got a sweatband on the 80s sweatband. You got him. Like, <laughs> Stuart oh, Chan up right, there's yeah. a book right up there. Like, oh. I was right. actually in the homeschool video. That was one of one yeah. of them. I was one it's of like, those Chris, kids. put the coat on. Take the coat off. Put the coat on. It's one of the Take perks the coat of the off. job. Wipe on. The right job. on. Wipe off. Right on. Wipe off. <laughs> Uh, we also have John Branion hanging out, and uh, he doesn't have a microphone on, but he's here if we need him. He just put up a deuces. Got, For those uh, of you that can't see us, which is everyone. <laughs> got Queso Rogers here, tatted up, looking good, eating some Cheez-Its. And we also have our special guest this weekend uh, for round two with Aaron Willis, uh, production manager extraordinaire, production just all around, The Onion. <laughs> the onion man where do we even start with you where do we even we were talking movies uh for about an hour yeah. and you were i think you were giving caleb some suggestions about movies he should see yeah which is all of them yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah he's i'm like hey, have you have you seen three amigos no i've never seen that have you seen weird science no i've never seen that <laughs> i failed as a father have you seen no, no. have you seen weird science me yeah multiple times yeah yeah. Get, you did out that. You get, get out of here. Get out of here. You just gave it away. Who doesn't even. see that? Who hasn't seen that? That was insulting. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you what said, are you going to do? Aaron, like you said a few minutes ago, you have, what, 20 years on me? No, yeah. you don't have that yeah. many years. You're 30. I mean, close. I'm 30, 37, about to be 38. You have 16 yeah. years on me. Yeah. So that's almost half of 30. Yeah. Close enough, but I round it up. I like to round up. I like nice round numbers. Well, well it makes me feel better. It yeah. doesn't make me feel as left out. Well, he hasn't even seen all the Christopher Guest movies. Yeah. Now, he did see Waiting for Guffman, because at Christmas, I said, we're going to rent this. You're going to watch it. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's good to watch with the guys. See, when you watch yeah. some movies with, with the ladies, sometimes it's like, like Heather will ask me, we'll be at the, at the theater. Who's that guy? First, first thing. Who's that? Honey, I'm sitting here with you. I don't... Yeah. I don't have the cliff notes in front of me. Yeah. One of my biggest pet peeves is movie talkers. I can't do it. I can't do it. You People need to go that- to a movie with Bobby Meyer, my buddy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, you would love it. Would it would have to be a movie that I don't care about, and then I would oh. love it. But if it's a movie I'm really trying to watch and people are talking or like asking me who the characters are, like, what's he doing? Like, they're asking everyone. Can't do that. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of movies, a lot of movies, I can't, I don't really get it, and I'm not, I'm not understand what's happening, especially time travel movies. So oh, my yeah. thing is like, well, I just got to trust it. I got to trust that by the, the end of this movie, I'm going to understand something yeah. that's going on. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a movie, there's a movie called Primer. Um, oh, Brandon's John a Primer fan. It's an independent uh, movie uh, made by a guy named Aaron Crothers, I think, or something like that. Anyway, it, it, it's whole thing with time travel. It deals with what's called causal paradoxes. And it's 
super. You lost me. Su- I know. It's I'm out. Su- okay, here's an example. I had one of those removed <laughs> off of my <laughs> upper thigh. So a causal paradox is okay. Let's say um, you you invent a time travel machine, okay, and you have all your notes on how you built it. So you get in your time travel machine and you take the notebook back to yourself so you can invent it earlier and profit from it. The only problem is now that <laughs> that notebook. The, the notebook that you have is stuck in a, in a causal loop and it never existed in the first place. Got it? No. Nope. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> I watch a movie similar. It's called Bambi. It's where <laughs> there's a, an animal, a deer. Yes. And her, her, her mom gets killed. Yes. And she was sad. That was uh, it. Was a, it, that was a very good movie. Every time we spend time with Aaron Willis, I think we all get smarter and dumber at the same time. Aaron Willis <clears throat> is a manual reader. Yeah, yeah. He will buy something and he will get. He will read the manual oh, because it's so good. You're just one of those guys, and oh. you just like to know. Now, why do you do that? Why do you? What makes I, you do that? It's. It's. I think it's a. I actually was talking to Todd about this. I think it's a byproduct of my ADD and not being able to understand very well what details are insignificant. That's why it takes me so long to, to tell stories and stuff like that is because everything is, is equal. It's all part of the thing. To me, when I, when I get something, the manual is how it works. And there, there are some people who might buy a, a piece of equipment and it's like, well, I just need this for you know, the, the radio in it, like the tuner, mm-hmm. or, or I might just need it because it's got a, a you know, an MP3 player in it, but it's like, <clears throat> I want to know everything about the thing and exactly how it works and all of its features. And yeah, Aaron and I are almost opposite in the way that we operate. I would say ebony and ivory. Yeah. <laughs> but we're great friends and we, we live together great. in perfect harmony. But would, yeah. would you yeah. say, good. would you say Aaron is a linear thinker? Mm. You think linear? It's, it's the guy. It's orbital. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, you have enigma. to go, you know, like when you tell a story, it's from A, B, C, it has to not well, like goes like this, yeah. like spaghetti in a bowl. Most technical people, <laughs> like, like guys who know what they're doing, like I used to work for a place, a software place, the technicians, the guys who knew the software weren't very good with people. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. They yeah. were like, treat people like idiots, but, but. Aaron is like a guy who's very social, but he's very technical too. You don't see that a lot. Yeah. You don't get that. You're an anomaly. So we're hashtag blessed to have you here. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> that you'll grace that. us with your presence. I'm just happy to I be here. I think the most impressive thing about you is that <laughs> you can't... It's making me real uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a topic that you can't talk about. But you're not a know-it-all. You just know how to talk uh, see, I'm about I'm afraid things. I come across that way. But you don't, because I would tell you. I feel. I feel like I get halfway into a conversation, I become self aware, and it's like, oh, oop, 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 back you'll, it up. You'll know when I punch you in the face. Yeah. Wow, it's like great. Wow. <laughs> it's it's like, uh, yeah, you're being a know it all. What was that today? Happened today? We're um, on on ESPN. We're recording this whatever day it is today. Uh, the Texas Rangers were playing the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, and, uh, the Bautista slid into second. And what was his name? The guy Odor. Odor. The second Odor. baseman for the he slid into to Odor, the second baseman for the Rangers. Odor pushes him, then just 
Cole cox him right across the yeah. right across the great oh, yeah, great shot to the face. right hook and then what did what did the, the commentator say the commentator said oh this after changes he punched Batista what did he say this really changes the game yeah it changes, this really the, changes game. the game and I said yeah into boxing yeah when you do that <laughs> it changes it to boxing <laughs> you start punching yeah but yeah you do you're just very um you're just curious you're a curious guy yeah you know a lot about dogs you're a dog rescue guy. Yeah, yeah, we've rescued a lot of dogs. Um, paid to have every one of them killed except for two. Um, but when they got old, it was an appropriate time to okay. pay to have them killed. <laughs> That's an odd we, way to put we that. Res- we rescued them. <laughs> to kill What'd them. you bring? One of those skeet shooters? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, what do you got? Ready? Pull. Yes, 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 <laughs> He's yes. healthy. Pull. Yes, yes. Yeah, no, no, um, no. They they lived long, full lives, and then uh, then we we had to put them down. But yeah, yeah. we've we've rescued uh, my wife and I. We really love animals, and and we've rescued. I, I think. We're on dogs number four and five now since we've been married. So and you have two? We, yeah, we have two. We have a little um, rat terrier mix named Roxy who is afraid of everything. And then we have our Belgian Malinois kind of mix, Riley, and he's not afraid of anything. Do they so, get along? Or do they yeah, fight? they, they okay. get along great. He's really, he's really, really smart, and Roxy's not smart at all. She's just, she's just dog. That's yeah. like, that's mm-hmm. all that's in her head. She's just dog, and I like to do dog things. And Belgian Malinois have this really like weird personality thing that's fantastic. And it's like they just want to make you happy. Sounds like a goalie for the Canadians. Belgian Malinois. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> they can't get it past Malinois. <laughs> and he just wants he to make you happy. Away. That's right. Because well, he let in a lot of goals and they didn't get <laughs> in the playoffs. So. <laughs> <laughs> he did make me happy. No, um, so yeah, they they're they're also called Belgian shepherds. They're like smaller, a little bit more agile German shepherds. And um, he's just he's a super cool, super cool dog. Are you going to train yeah. him to do anything dope? Like um, attack we, somebody? Well, we started uh, with protection training. We started with the the first leg of that, which is just his alertness and letting us know when things are a threat. And now he barks at golfers. Nice. On the television all the time because he sees he sees them go up with the club. He's like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and we're like, no, 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 no. It's okay. That's John Daly. He can't hurt anybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> side note: Jordan Spieth was attacked by a Malinu uh, randomly. Yeah, a Belgian waffle Malinu. Des wants me to get him back and start doing the full protection training, but we live like forty five minutes away from the training facility, so it's expensive too. Yeah, but we already we already paid for everything so it's like i i've paid for the classes i just have to kind of go and he's got to go through group classes um where they get used to being around other dogs and they talk about their childhood is there like a scuba thing they take some scuba like (laughs) yeah like maybe seal dogs yeah it's it's just like taking classes down at the y like (laughs) these are like top gun yeah (laughs) they play volleyball God, Kenny Loggins. Take my breath away. <laughs> who was that? Yeah, give him a little Berlin? Doggy. Was that Berlin? Berlin is that who's yeah. That? yeah. Berlin. Whatever Berlin. happened. Was that, was that just her or was it the uh, band? That was the band Berlin. Okay. Yeah, they had a few hits. Did they? Yeah, we that should have like on the a, metro. Yeah. We need to have like a music trivia section with you two. Oh, you two yeah. music nerds. Tim, oh, Tim will win, but I'll come in a solid second. <laughs> yeah. A solid yeah, you definitely second. Will. It, it, it depends on the, the era. I mean, today's music, I just don't follow. 
I, yeah. I don't. Well, but it's not worth it. You don't need to. Yeah. But 70s through 90s. Well, I'm a huge Five Seconds of Summer fan. <laughs> <laughs> not really. That new Zane record. Is that good? The production's really good. Yeah. 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 Well, that's why everybody buys it is for the production. That's why I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That song changed my life because of the production. Yeah. It's like, you know, people who love and listen to Bob Dylan, Robert, our video guy, he just, he is a huge Bob Dylan. I mean, it, does Fanatic even cover it? It's it's like, a, it's... Well, he, he became a Christian because of Bob Dylan, I believe. Yeah. I believe uh, his saved record, maybe. Yeah. And, um, so it's, it's, yeah. it's, there's a level of, of like spiritualness to mm-hmm. Robert's Bob yes. Dylan experience. But you, I mean, I don't think anybody would say that Bob Dylan is the best singer in the world. Just no. amazing right. songwriter. Absolutely. Well, John Brannion might say that. But Bob, he, he Bob just well, Smiley. Contrary. I mean, cause there's a deeper, deeper but, level of connection. Yeah. I don't think Bob but, Smiley can judge voices real good. <laughs> I don't think he's in a position to lay down. Yeah. I wasn't, I was saying <laughs> he, he, that he, he loves Bob Dylan, yeah. but no. I know, I know, I know. That's but, the only person he knows. Literally. That's the only. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, the true thing that Bob Smiley Was knows. Bob Dylan a believer? Did he uh, he went through a stage. His... He went through a stage where he made a couple of records. Yeah. Um, um, uh, something about what well, it was the train saved in long train coming. Long train, yeah. Oh, long that train might have been the Doobie Brothers. Um, I can't remember the name. It has a train. Yeah. It's a train in it. Yeah. People get Thomas ready. the Tank Engine by Bob Dylan. I think that's, that's right. what it was called. That's right. <laughs> okay. Aaron. Bob Dylan was the name of Thomas the Train. Uh, actually. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. PPS. Hey. <laughs> wow. Aaron, all-time favorite record. Go. Um, yeah, the one I can't, I just can't ever stop listening to, and it, it, I listen to it probably 30 times a year is, uh, but seriously folks by Joe Walsh, that, that Mm -hmm. one just, that just drills straight to the core, like, uh, songs like Indian summer Mm -hmm. and I love the song tomorrow. I think that that's fantastic. Um, there's just so many good songs on that record and his, his playing is just so good yeah not yeah. flashy but perfect every note him yeah, him yeah. and mike campbell uh from tom petty and the tom heartbreakers petty, yeah. tom petty's uh lead guitar player mike campbell every every note that they put under their fingers is the right one mm-hmm. at the right time yeah. at the right volume it's it's just freakish and i had this weird epiphany i was listening to um uh boys of summer by don henley mm-hmm. I was like, man, who played guitar on this? Because I absolutely love the guitar part. And the production is it, at the time was very modern and kind of weird for a Don Henley right. record. And um, uh, so I, you know, got into my, you know, my Google rabbit hole where I'm just like, I've, I, now I have to find out everything about this <laughs> Mr. song. Mr. Manual. <laughs> yeah. I need to know everything about this song. And uh, Mike Campbell wrote the music for really? that song and played the guitar oh, on it. Oh, my gosh. And it's like, that's why. That's why the guitar parts. The it's yeah. just well, it's perfect. Like, it's like it's the difference between playing scales and singing. Like they, you can tell they're thinking about almost like you're singing the part. Yeah, because you can sing like Joe Walsh. You know his solos in your yeah. head. You could sing along with them. Yeah, some solos you can't. Yeah, but that I think that's the the signature of a great soloist. Like Clapton's like that. Clapton, mm-hmm. he just plays the right notes yeah, and he uses space and, and silence 
to you know yeah that's uh, that's one thing one of the guys that that i learned uh music from kind of early on he he always told me that you you have to learn how to play the rest like mm-hmm. your rests in your music play them mm-hmm. and it, it a lot of it was the discipline of if if you have a quarter note and then a, a, a quarter rest that note stops where that quarter rest begins don't let it linger play the rest yeah those guys do that they the the space means something well that's the same with comedy too i try to like i try not to fill fill every space with sound you gotta use that that some of your best punchlines are because of the the space yeah yeah letting the audience like marinate in it for for you know just Mm -hmm. just that amount of time and letting that that laughter kind of roll around the audience kind of like a you know distant thunder type of a deal and yeah. and just letting them get it when they get it that's what i love about british comedy is that they they don't tell you when you're supposed to laugh right and uh their, their sense of of space and economy and all that kind of stuff with their comedy is just yeah. really cool you have that one joke about um the that inmate from the prison escaping that you did at the yeah. at the prison that you've told in your live shows before right where it just lingered and you just yeah i that was joke. at the prison and i was doing a show outside in the rec yard and it was on this just slab of concrete with a couple of metal basketball goals there's like 200 guys sitting inmates <laughs> sitting down of course fencing everywhere razor wire and i do the bit about i was in mississippi i was at the old met the oldest inmate in mississippi he's 92 yeah, and I just imagine that guy is he's escaping, and he's I do the old man walk with the tongue, <laughs> and they just started laughing, so I kept walking. Yeah, and they kept laughing, so I just kept walking, <laughs> and I walked off of the off of the court in the grass, and they're just laughing harder, and then I got to the fence, and I just started climbing the fence. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, that was it. it was like I did one joke. I love that because we only had a few minutes. That's that was amazing. One joke, and that was it. <laughs> that's awesome. Sometimes that's all you need. That's that stuff that that Brian Regan does, like uh, on the yeah. the epitome of hyperbole, the uh, the movie, the name of the movie at the top of the screen, where he goes off on this forty five second montage of facial features, and mm-hmm. he gets like four or five laughs without saying a word in forty five seconds, and it's it's like. Stuff like that is just mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. Like it's so, it's so cool to think about being you know that wired into into somebody else's mm-hmm. brain that they absolutely get what you're going for yeah. and you're not talking about anything. Yeah, that's definitely a device that you can use comedically. That's just that holding that face. Yeah, they'll just keep. And I, I don't know if that you would call that tension. Or, you know, from the yeah. audience, just that nervous, oh, what's he doing? So John Christ is in the audience, apparently. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. There's the mention. Turns I was waiting for it. But, you know, <laughs> every episode. We're talking records, and I tell you, something has changed my life recently, and you, you helped me out there, too. I got a record player for oh, yeah. uh, my birthday. My kids got me a record player, yes. and then we got some good speakers, some Focal speakers. Yes. And I've started listening to records again, and it's totally changed the way I listen to music now. It's amazing. Because it's an experience again. It's an experience. You can't walk around. You can't do right. it while you're mowing the yard or anything like that. Yes. You have to sit down. I mean, I could, but you'd have to put the... <laughs> like, like gaff tape the speakers to each shoulder. 
<laughs> I'd be running around with an my extension cord, oh, yeah. unreeling it and reeling and it in. Come over. Freight, I'm gonna mow today. Again. Time to mow. <laughs> it's like ah, bring your walking it's, it's really revolutionized music for me because now I think because when you do most of the music we listen to is on our phone. You're not yep. getting the fullness. I mean, what's Explain the difference. Oh, oh. Analog is what that is. Ooh, I don't <laughs> it, want to do that. Does that does that bring you to a happy place? Okay, let me that- let me interrupt. So I asked. <laughs> this is a couple years ago. This is when I first started working for you. Aaron came on on a on a run. I think to I don't know. We were trying to do something with your rig. I don't know what we were doing, yeah. but. We were up here, and it was probably midnight, and I said, hey, uh, what's the difference between analog and digital? <laughs> and we were probably up till 3.30, and I didn't say a single word. My eyes were all glazed over, and I was like, hang on to bed now. Yeah. So it was, I don't, it was yeah. really bad. Did he like, turn into Braveheart? He's got the paint on. He's on a yeah, horse. He got really excited. <laughs> Is this going to take three hours, Aaron? Yes, it yeah. will. Yeah. Uh, okay, it's so the the easiest, epic. the easiest, most elevator pitch way that I can describe it. Let me ask you the question again: Why is li- are listening to records and analog so great? Okay, why am I enjoying it so much? So much more than your phone. Okay, so uh, digital audio, MP3s, CDs, all that kind of stuff. They take little slices of audio. Okay, now they take a bunch. But you, it, it's like a, a, a film. A film runs at like 24 frames a second. And so why, while films can be colored beautifully and they can be epic and have all kinds of special effects and all that stuff, you're still only seeing 24 pictures a second. Whereas with our eyes, you see a consistent stream of information. Like if you're experiencing something, if you're you know, out in the world and you're seeing something, you get this constant stream of information Okay, well, analog is not taking tiny little pictures. The, like the groove of a record, which for those of you that don't know, there's only one groove on each side of the record. But that, that groove is an unbroken stream of audio. It's an unbroken vibration that just goes for the entire song. And so there's, it, it, it's, it's a minor quality. And I used to think that it was, it was a bunch of, you know, BS. I just, I didn't think that, that it was a real thing. And then I had a, a record that I had listened to all through high school that was just a, a really like revolutionary record for me. And when I moved out on my own, I found a, a site where you could import vinyl from England. And I paid like, $40 to get this record, which in 1997 was a lot of money for a record. For, that was like, you know, $42 now. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's <laughs> mind-boggling. Um, so anyway, without listening to the CD, I get home and I put this, this record on, and I just... It wasn't... The, the songs weren't different, but what I was hearing in the songs was different. There was more information, like the, the guitars were richer. The vocals had more depth to them. There was all this mid-range information that was new, and it, it was one of those things. It's like, I felt like I was listening to like the master tapes, or I was listening to it in the studio with like perfect calibrated speakers and everything like that, and, and then all of a sudden, because I had been on a soapbox, I was like, you know, digital is just as good as analog. Mm-hmm. The noise floor is so much deeper. I really had to like eat my words because it it is a better experience. Yeah. Anybody still with us? Well, I was thinking because no. when I remember when CDs came out. Well, the whole thing was CDs and for cassettes, but most more was CDs. It freaked us out that you could go to the exact song you wanted. Yeah. Without, yeah. you know, cassettes. Yeah. Or, you just, you know, 
Yeah, you just yeah. That, that freaked me out. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, and, and then from I, there it just went I, nuts. I mean, it was infinitely more more convenient. So it was more about accessibility. It was more yeah. about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, CDs did have a lot of benefits over tape mm-hmm. because tape was noisy, and and you know they had Dolby C, which knocked all the high end off, and. All that kind of good stuff. So, yeah, CDs definitely had their place, and I listened to a bunch of CDs. I still own a lot of CDs. They didn't get yeah. eaten by your tape player either. <laughs> yeah. 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 One of the cassettes were fun, though. They had their own fun. You'd leave them one in the sun on the, on the dashboard of <laughs> yeah. your car. And then that's, I, did, I used to do a bit on that how it would, you get used to hearing Stephen Curtis Chapman or whatever or Chicago <laughs> with a wobble. You know, yeah. If you leave me and then you listen to the radio, you're like, that must be a different version. <laughs> yeah. He's no, it's the remix. <laughs> so, Sometimes you could hear the other side going backwards. Yes. That? <laughs> yeah. So I have this. I have this weird memory. My dad had this this 1975 Chevy Silverado pickup that had an eight track player in it. And so I remember. Do you guys remember the eight track to cassette adapter apparatus? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. So we rolled with that for a long, Mm -hmm. long time, and then the CD era came in, and Mm. I remember taking like a road trip with my dad to go to Austin or something like that, and I had my Sony Discman going into a cassette adapter, going into the (laughs) eight-track player, (laughs) and when I pressed play, we opened up a wormhole and went back to the future (laughs) to 1955. It sounded so terrible. It was. It was like. It was like taking, like trying to jam like a whole cow through a sausage press. It was just, it was just <laughs> which I have go- tried. It's just messy. They're you heavy. Got, you got the hooves. To I mean, worry you got to get the extension cord. You get it far enough away. So you get blood on the house. Uh, so it's it's yeah. a, another weird thing is like there are a lot of people in my life that I associate albums with we were talking about like smells bringing bringing back memories i associate that with with music um so like you you for instance um back when we were recording the cletus take the real album we were at my house in plano and we were talking about weird guitar solos and i'm sure i was playing you some kind of crazy stupid alt metal or something like listen to this tim and you're like do you remember the guitar solo from peg and i was like i i don't remember the solo specifically. I know the song. And so I pulled it up and I was like, golly, that's weird. And I, I totally forgot how good that song was. And so you, like, like I'm a huge Steely Dan fan. I have a lot of their stuff on vinyl now. And that's because of you. And so, like, my mom, like, when I listen to the Beatles, I think of my mom. When I listen to ZZ Top or Chicago, I think of my dad. When I listen to the Commodores, it's my Aunt Karen. The Cars, it's my Uncle David. So that's how like, I associate memories with, with, with music. When I listen to Motorhead, I think of my Grandma Frida. Uh, she was just... Uh, she was a big Lenny fan. Yeah. Lemmy yeah, fan. Yeah. And uh, just she loved him. Had, she had that Ace of Spades tattoo on her arm, She right? did. Yeah. She had an Ace of Spades tattoo. And uh, <clears throat> just... The funny she thing is, is from what I've heard of, of Grandma Frida, that would be something that she Grandma w- w- Frida was in the uh, realm of possibility. She got me into, into Kiss Army. I was in the Kiss Army. <laughs> I was a big uh, honey. Your star on your face is all crooked. You got to turn. You got to tilt it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's 
just love God of Thunder. She was a big, <laughs> she was humming God of Thunder as she was giving me a sponge bath when I was three years old. Oh my gosh. Oh, terrible mental picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the power of music. And we were talking, we were making jokes about, you know, the production and all. It's just yeah. about, you know, it's, it's more than that. And sometimes I see these these singers today and I think they're just missing the boat. You know, they can be, do so, I don't know, go deeper and, but it's now it just seems like just making a buck and that's what music is all about. You're talking about lyrically? So I just think they could go deeper anything. lyrically. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, music is different. I mean, pop music even, I mean, it used to be the song, the best songs got played, not okay. Whatever Kenny Chesney's coming out with, it's going to get played no matter if it's good or not. Because that's just what's going to get played. It's artist-driven as opposed to song-driven. Right. Because I think that back in the old days, it was, you had DJs, you know, that people would call in, Hey, can you play this? Yeah. Play whatever. Play a Van Halen or whatever it was. And they'd, okay, let's do it, you know. And now it's just, you know, they just play what they're told to play. Do you feel like rotation. back then it was, they were choosing the best songs yes. that were everyone's favorites already, and now they're telling us? What oh, are yeah. your favorites Absolutely. are going to be? Oh, it's programmed. Yeah, yeah. you're. Yeah, think of all the one-hit wonders. It's what you're going to like? They're one-hit wonders because they were hits and they were yeah. good songs. Yeah, we don't have. I mean, yeah. when was the last? When was the last one-hit wonder? Megan like, Trainer, Hosier. No, she's, she's got, got like three or four now. She's Does got she? Mr. Like what the husband one or whatever. Megan Trainer. Yeah, she's got three or four big mm-hmm. songs out there. Yeah. Like Hosier was the last guy that I can remember that didn't have a, a follow up. Yeah, it was just yeah. take me to church. Wasn't that Megan Trainer that fell on her back and yeah. on Jimmy yeah. Fallon? Oh yeah, <laughs> did. Jimmy Fallon was a good sport. Just laid yeah, down was. next he just to her. Laid down next to her. Yeah, it was there's awesome. nothing you can do. Like when yeah, that what happens. are you gonna do? I remember there was a, a show that I played and I had a, a Dan Electro. Dan Electro is a guitar. It's yeah, like it's a Dan a, Electro guitar. Is it, it's kind of a cheap feeling <laughs> yeah, guitar. Yeah, they were made really out of like basic. A yeah, they made out of masonite. So like, like make it in a high school shop class or something. <laughs> you yeah. got the lipstick pickup. Yeah, had the Over lipstick there. pickups yeah. in it. And um, I, I had this. I had this one, and it was it was like white to pink. It was like the least manly guitar you could ever have. But I got it used, and it was fantastic. And um, I was playing this show, and I went to go totally. Pete Townsend, like, boom, I was just going to hit it so hard. And the strap pin popped out on, on the, the, the side, and the guitar just goes, kang, like, down, down, on the, down on the stage, like, right in the middle of the song. And so now I can't hook my strap to it, so I just laid down on my back and finished playing the song. And then I got just a bunch of duct tape and taped the strap to the side of the guitar and finished the show. Is that pre-strap locks? The the strap buttons on the Dan Electro was like a plastic peg. It was it was it looked like a like a board game piece. It was <laughs> such, such garbage. So yeah, like the the, the sorry pieces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the, the little knobby things. Yeah, uh, it was it was terrible. What's your favorite game? What's your favorite board game growing up? Um. I actually joked with John about this earlier. I remember playing Hi Ho Cherio. Oh Do you yeah, that? classic loved, with the little buckets. Yeah, yeah. I played Hi Ho Cherio all the time uh, with with my mom. It was a it was a blast. So yeah, that's that's probably now I like playing. Uh, my daughter is super into Hungry Hungry Hippos and Candyland. So. Mm-hmm. We play that pretty often. Candyland, some of the uh, what are uh, the plum? What is it? What are what are the characters in Candyland? The only one I remember is I think like Count Von Candy or something like that, and he's like this real like sinister. Like, <laughs> like it's like should this be on a children's board game? Like it's it's like all he needs is a van. 
Like, and that, that, would, <laughs> that would complete that that whole well, look for him. I, Blankos, we used to play it all the time. What are, did you ever play that game? Uh, Candyland? Can, yeah, yeah. We have King Candy, right? Which yes, is, yeah. He's the king. He's, he's, that's at the very end, the king's candy. And then you have candy. Fudgy. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that Isn't the there whale from Carvel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. He was a free agent, so Fudgy the whale came free over to, <laughs> to, oh to Candyland. Yeah. yeah. He ran for mayor, but he didn't. Fudgy for oh, mayor. We, go. Uh, yeah. we got the kids. They're the two blonde twins. Okay. okay. Mr. Mint. Mr. Mint. The Duke of Swirl. Okay. Grandma Nut. Grandma Nut, yeah. It's Grandma. I never even nut. knew there were names. G-R-A-M-M-A-N-U-T-T. Grandma yeah. Nut. Uh, King Candy with two Ks. Jolly Plumpy. Mama Ginger Tree. <laughs> These all sound like rappers. Every yeah. single one that you've listed sounds like a current yeah. rapper. I thought they were just like little plastic pieces you moved around. They- well, you go through like different lands. So like there there are different areas on the game board with the with wow. like the characters. No, on it. The, the pieces are just amorphous yeah. looking. Yeah, well, that just I guess shows children. You, I did not pay much attention to Candy. Land, I, I don't blame you. It really does. Because I don't. Does yeah. sound like I don't none it's of one those of those heartbreaking names. games. You're almost at the end, and you can all go back. to yeah, the beginning. Yeah, you can slide back to the beginning. Yeah, that that's like a hard one ladders. to explain to your kids. I guess I was just all about winning. Oh boy, that's, I didn't that's a care good. About that's a good analogy of what life's oh, all about. Oh, here we go. Uh, Lord Licorice. That's the that's guy. That's the Lord Licorice. He's the villain of Candyland. They do sound like rappers. You know that song King Kunta by King Kunta by Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. King Candy yeah. with two Ks. I think that's where it came from. Yeah, uh, Gloppy. He's the friendly monster made of chocolate. <laughs> Originally made of molasses. Oh, they put that in parentheses. Originally, that's important. The artist Gloppy. formerly known as molasses. Oh, here's the locations: Candy Castle, Gingerbread, Plum Trees, the Gumdrop Mountains. Everybody knows about the Gumdrop. Yeah, Licorice Castle. That's got to be where Lord Licorice yeah, that's, lives. That's yeah, for sure. Uh, Lollipop Woods, Molasses Swamp, probably where Gloppy lived before he became chocolate. Uh, peanut Brittle well, House. Moving on up. And Pancreas Falls. <laughs> Never been for ice cream. Yeah. Wow. The Shally well, of the. I, I, I got to go home and play Candyland with Sophie. I feel like I've missed out on something here. Well, have you never played it's it? Okay. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it's I played cool it, game. but I don't remember any I of mean, those names. We're making it sound a lot cooler well, than it is. Did those names show up? Are they on the board? <sighs> no, they're not on the board that we. Well, how do you know that? Wikipedia, these man. names. Boom. Wikipedia and Internet. they got descriptions. See, I oh here I we guess. go. Jolly. This is his description. He was removed in the 2010 version, and then after widespread outcry and demand, was brought <laughs> oh back for the 2013 edition. <laughs> Jolly Lives Matter. Bring yeah. it back! <laughs> Honey, what are you doing in there? I'm making a sign. I'm going to a protest. Are you kidding me? Where's my V for Vendetta mask? <laughs> oh, wow. Well, now that we've all learned about... Let's stop Candyland. We are protesting the removal oh of Floppy now. <laughs> Jolly. Uh, we will not stand for it. Anonymous <laughs> <laughs> is freaky. What do you think about that, Aaron? That creeps me out. What? What's anonymous? Don't Does that creep that. you out or is it just... No. It doesn't? No, I, I, not I, me out. There's, there's something about it. I, I think that it's... Uh, it's it's really interesting that we we live in a time where... Uh, you know, the, the, there's a fringe element, and whether whether you agree with what they're they're fighting for or not, like I think that that their convictions are are pretty 
pretty pure. See, I think that just because of the information, the flow of information now is where I think that uh, I, th- I think tyranny is a lot harder to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because of the flow of information. I think yeah. that's one thing that old tyrannies had that people couldn't communicate. Either the good old days. They couldn't read. They weren't educated. <laughs> they didn't have, you know, they, yeah. they couldn't share yeah. information. So you talk about like anonymous. I think that's kind of the thing that, you know, it keeps people at least on the straight at least, you know, it's just yeah. about, it's just about disseminating information. Yeah. And in that, in that aspect, they're kind of, um, I guess they're kind of detached from what's right and wrong that the, mm-hmm. the right thing to do is to put the information out there. But I think what information they pick is a little, a little sketchy sometimes, but yeah, please don't dox me anonymous. If you're listening. You guys are cool. We're cool? We're cool? Everybody cool? All right, we're cool. Thanks. High five, Anonymous. I'm going to go get my bunker now. Please excuse me. This guy likes the smell of matches. That's something you, you shared on the last show. I did. I do. I do like the smell of, of freshly blown out matches. Not just matches. I don't just shove matches up my nose like a weirdo. I like to blow them out and then shove them up my nose. <laughs> <laughs> not really not really oh god i don't know why we didn't change our clothes i'm really uncomfortable i'm still wearing my show clothes i changed i feel great yeah you're yeah. all comfy in your bunk i always do I was reading that yeah. book and your mm-hmm. your jaguars hoodie welcome 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 i'm dak shepherd i'm joined by minister mouse monica padman hi there we have a really fun show. We want you guys to join. Uh, we talk to celebrities and professors and lawyers and doctors and very smart, interesting people. And we find out how messy their lives have been, how many twists and turns it took to get to where they're at, and a general exploration on the messiness of being a human being. And of course, Monica's, you'll get updates about her love building life. project, <laughs> love life, you name it. So if you want to join us, please follow Armchair Expert to get new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Plus, find your other favorite podcasts free on Spotify. Yep. We are Is that Jaguar Alabama baseball? tonight? Yeah, that's, uh, that's where Josh, Josh goes to school. Josh's baseball team. Can I, tell, can I tell about our green room experience <laughs> last night? Wait, Is tell okay? about the guy last night, the show you reminded me. The sh- I was doing the show where I do this harmonica thing. Where I go out to the audience and walk around. Oh, that was actually Friday me, night. You reminded me Friday that, night. Yeah, that was Friday night. We were where were we Friday night? We were in Madison, um, Mississippi. Madison, Mississippi. So yeah, there's this song uh, like called Harmonica Jam, and and uh, Tim comes out and plays the harmonica, and Caleb actually plays this guitar mm-hmm. guitar lick over it, and it's it's super cool. And Tim goes out into the audience. And he, he, you know, runs around and, and shakes people's hands, hugs people, yeah. give, takes selfies with people. Yeah, he's, he's high-fiving. He's walking through the <laughs> aisles high-fiving. And so Tim gets towards the back of the room and, uh, you know, Caleb is on stage. So I'm in the sound booth for this section just to fire off tracks and everything like that. So I see Tim come around the back and I see this guy like, like, like fidgeting around and he he lifts up his prosthetic leg. He takes it off. And, and points the foot towards Tim to get a foot five with his fake leg. I foot five. I was like, that's amazing. Never be topped. Yeah, no, you can't. Never be topped. I wish I would have seen that. Yeah, well, you were on stage. I would have seen it. I wish I would have seen it. I would have grabbed it and just taken it. <laughs> just taking it with me. Thanks, man. Signed it. Just left it on stage for the whole, the, the rest of the duration. Yeah. 
That's a crazy thing. I did a show one night, and you know how Baptist churches, they have those communion cup yeah. holes? You might have been there that night. <laughs> That's you know, a the funny where, word. Where they put communion cup right. holes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why is that so funny? I don't know. It's just the, yeah, this... It, it, we've gotten to the point where we've necessitated like is there a special drill bit to do the communion yeah, cup yeah. holes like <laughs> this is communion cup size drill all bit all better churches in the back of pews they have yeah. these the, the wooden things and there's holes in the wood where you put your communion cup when you're done drinking your Welch's grape juice <laughs> yeah and I guess somebody told me after the show that some guy got his thumb stuck <laughs> In that, in one of the holes, it sounds like a Spencer Hawkins, and move. they had to come cut it out. <laughs> no, I mean he couldn't leave you when they was done. You can't saw the communion cup hole open. That's yeah. not good. Yeah, he wow. ripped out the whole pew with his hand. <laughs> I would have been so embarrassed. Oh my god, yeah, I would have gnawed my hand just gnaw your thumb off and leave it there. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. So what's your what's your green room story? Okay, so this was Saturday night, and we we were in the green room and. Uh, Tim, Tim was trying to get ready for the show and you, you were working out, um, a, a, a song. You were kind of like singing through it and the, the TV was on and we couldn't find, well, I said that real Southern, the, the TV. TV, the TV was off. That TV was just From a blaring. Yeah. Um, anyway, the television was on and it was, it was really loud and we couldn't find a, a volume thing for it. And so I actually stood up on a chair to see if like there were buttons on the top or the sides or anything, and I, I look behind the TV, and there's a box of 20 gauge shotgun shells, and when I move it, this cord falls down, and they, I'm just instead of using a zip tie or a twist tie to secure this cable, they're like, hey, uh, hand me, hand me one of them uh, zip ties. Well, we ain't got none. Well, then just hand me a box of shotgun shells. This song. I'm just going to stand up here for five hours right. on this cable. Plan B, you dummy. It's, like, it's amazing that in Warner Robins, Georgia, 20-gauge shotgun shells are in such good supply that you can just use them. Yeah, we had a wobbly old table leg there. Just jam some shotgun shells on there. That's right. Worked, worked like a charm. It's funny because after you got down from that chair to try to figure out how to turn the TV off, you were convinced that there was a shotgun somewhere in the green room, so Aaron took like 10 minutes opening the fridge and looking yeah. behind these tables. I know, to try I to... know what's in here. I can smell it. I can smell it. I know what's in here. Caleb's never shot a gun. Nope. What? We gotta take him out. You gotta come down nope. to Texas. I'll take you down to Longview, Texas. We got some... Uh, my uncle has a, a deer lease down there. We can go... We can go crazy. Let's do it. It's I've pretty, seen pretty cool. hardly any movies. Have a shot a gun. Uh, we just need to have a, a boys' night with all kinds of dumb movies and boys. We're going to watch movies. We're going to shoot guns, <laughs> make some pour over coffee, listen Real to man some stuff. record albums. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's another thing that I haven't done. Please don't physically assault me. I've never listened to a record out of good speakers. That's a, that's Come understandable. Like good studio speakers. That's understandable. No, so no, I've never heard you, a record you, in its purest form. You are one of Legion that hasn't I done will, that. Unfortunately, will, we'll put on Rush Permanent Waves. Ooh, mm, yeah. just sit in my Let's room. Do that. And we'll have a nice little drip mm. coffee. Smoke a cigar. I'm digging that one. I got the uh, the Clapton 461 Ocean Boulevard. Yeah. That's an amazing record. Yep. That had uh, I really shot good. the sheriff on it. Got uh, the Hendrix. Um, ah, but I didn't shoot the deputy. What's the Hendrix album y'all gave me? Um, uh, Axis, Bold Axis is Love. Just, oh, just a yeah. great record. Hey, oh, yeah. Bold is Love. 
Got a Willie Nelson uh, sings uh, Chris Christopherson record really good. Do you have um, Redheaded Stranger? I don't. You really, you really need to get yeah, that. Uh, Blue eyes crying in the rain, like that. Blue that eyes crying in the rain. Yeah, so. Have good. you seen anybody like like Cheryl Crow? Any, I, I feel sorry that people have to sing backup for Willie Nelson because he's so syncopated. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 a he's yeah. kind of wobbly. Whiskey everybody, my mind. Don't let her memory talk to me. <laughs> And people trying ah, and then yeah. professional singers can't sing back up for him. Yeah, no, it's that's got to be a nightmare. Yeah, but I mean, he's earned it. He can do what he wants. He smokes a lot of pot. <laughs> you were telling a story drugs. about him at the theater we were at in El Paso. I guess he was one of the artists that got stopped mm-hmm. at the border and got mm. got a uh, busted big time. Well, it wasn't the border because, <clears throat> but apparently there was this little. Uh, they have a checkpoint. Yeah, a checkpoint. Uh, and it's not even at the border, but I guess we had to go through it. And they said oh, yeah, Willie yeah. Nelson had just performed at that theater, and he got busted big time at the checkpoint. I don't know how they'd bust you, though. I mean, are they allowed to come on the tour bus if it's in the tour bus? Uh, I think if you have yeah. probable cause, you certainly so. can. Yep. But, I mean, what would you have to be doing to have probable cause? Like, throwing well, it, it says out the Willie window? Nelson on the side, which <laughs> yeah. is sort of probable cause for, for pot possession. His like, name is a probable cause. So yeah. they just waltz on? I yeah. guess so. I think it was more of a sachet. Mm-hmm. They sauntered in. They <laughs> it's moseyed. Like, it's a choreographed dance. You have words <laughs> in your vernacular that I didn't even know existed. Well, you have vernacular, so good for you. Okay. That's good. What is would vernacular? You, would you say is that, that I your have lexicon? A, is that would vernacular? You, your, yeah. Your, would yeah. you say I have a proclivity for big words? Ugh, don't start <laughs> doing this. Now you're showing off. Now you're being a know-it-all. Shut up. Now I'll tell you. Freight, you ready? I'm going to punch him. going to punch him. Oh! What was that you just said? Proclivity. Proclivity. I've never heard that word proclivity. before. Proclivity. It means like you have like a like an odd affinity for something. Like What does affinity mean? Oh, wow. We're just going to keep going down, down this rabbit hole. The number after no. 9 million is affinity. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know that one. Two, and then there's two finity, then three finity. Yeah. <laughs> 45 finity. Um, yeah, no, uh, affinity means uh, uh, I was joking. Uh, a yeah. liking. No, oh, I okay. know what that means. I have an affinity okay. for something. Just, yeah. Sans means without. Yeah, freight. <laughs> <laughs> I remember editing. So for for those of you that don't know, I I actually edit the podcast after it gets recorded, and so that's yeah, another thing Aaron does. Yeah, I get to. I, it's it's cool because I uh, I get to hear it, um, you know, just like you guys do, except eighteen times. And so <laughs> it's like I remember getting getting that that episode, and I was like, yeah, Sands, and I'm like, oh, that's that's kind of a that's kind of interesting. Uh, because it's not, it's not common, it's not commonly used anymore in, except for like sans belt slacks or sans serif fonts and that's, that's it. But it's, it's Horatio Sans? Yes. <laughs> SNL character. <laughs> There's only a few, only a few. <laughs> You're a connoisseur. I'm on top of that. I'm a connoisseur. Connoisseur. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that's, that's one of those, one of those weird words, but yeah, I have, uh, Marla, our, our office manager, she gives me, gives me grief all the time for my words and yeah. Reader's Digest has, every Reader's Digest has a word power, like 20, it'll give you 20 words. Yeah. That's really good. Really good to do that. that. Yeah. That really comes in handy. Used to do the word power and then read the, the day in the life, the 
the little <clears throat> funny stories that people would write mm-hmm. in, and yeah. there was a joke section. You get paid for those people when you send those like jokes really? and stuff. You get paid for if they that. if they publish that. Now, I mean, it's probably rare that you could get published because I'm sure a lot of people send stuff in. Yeah, side job get, for you, huh? There's like a side job fifty for bucks you. for a joke or whatever. Oh yeah, fifty bucks. Yeah. Another side job for you because you still you still get paid for songs you wrote like a million years ago, right? Yeah, that's that's decreasing, but but yes, I still do a, a little bit. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I used to uh, work for a music library, and I wrote music for television and and like commercials, radio, film trailers, stuff like that. And actually, some of my songs are still in Tim's pre-show music right now, which I bought not knowing that you wrote. <laughs> Yes. I bought them from a website, not knowing that they were your songs. Yeah. Remember we were walking through that Home Depot when you were in St. Louis, and you're <laughs> yeah. like, that's my song. Yeah. There, like, what? There was a 3D printer display. A Dremel, like Dremel Tools makes this 3D printer, and they had this little video screen, and I'm walking by, and I'm like, whoa? And they, they had used one of my songs in the, in the display, so. Like, I'll be getting a check in three months for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We should, uh, you should queue up some, uh, one of the tracks that he has worked on with, with me. Uh, like, what would be a good one to play? I mean, we, we could, could do Homeschool the, Family, we could do Cletus Take the Real. The, we could do one of those or the pre show. Oh, one let's of those. do, um, let's do the David Bowie one. Oh, my gosh. That's, can you pull up, um, Tom Tom? Major, Major Tom Tom. That and the, uh, the Billy it. Joel. Is it online somewhere? Yeah. You, <laughs> Is it? Can you not pull yeah. it? I don't have it in my iTunes. Do, do you we've sell never done your music song. on it's the on, interwebs? It's, it's on Spotify. Can you yeah. do Spotify? Oh, I don't have Spotify. If we have Apple Music. Wow. Wait, this you have it. that? That was on one of your records? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You sorry. don't have Spotify? No, he's Apple it Music. Should no, Apple. It should be on Apple. No, don't ask him if you don't music. have Spotify. You don't know that's on one of his CDs? No. <sighs> well, we've never done it in a live show. I don't just sure. listen to your CDs like Whoa. a maniac. And that hurts. <laughs> you, you should. Don't. Let's unpack that. I just wish you were a fan, Caleb. <laughs> I was watching the Blues game during your performance yeah, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably tell from the stage when my head's down. Oh, oh, my the yeah. bl- the I blue yeah, flickering I, I glow it. on Caleb's face. Yeah. Uh, which uh, record is that from? It's yeah. uh, oh, a Pretty gosh. Pink Tractor. I forgot about the extremely made-over cover. Pretty <laughs> Pink Tractor. It's so funny. That That actually has two... Of my like my top three favorite songs that I've done for you, yeah, um, uh, uh, the the major Tom Tom mm-hmm. because I love David Bowie and getting to deconstruct that was just yeah. fantastic. See, yeah, and then what was the other one? The Billy Joel song, the oh, just, just the, the way, way you are, because we had a great saxophone player, a guy named Eugene, Eugene Cantera. Cantera. Look him up on Facebook; he's a super cool yeah. guy. And uh, he played saxophone on that. And I think the the saxophone player that originally played that is a guy named, I think, Phil Wolf or something like that. And Eugene Cantera came in and played arguably one of the most recognizable saxophone solos of all times and just hit it note for note. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And that's the fun part about the, that Aaron does too, folks, is that he, uh, uh, that's what I love to do when I get an idea. I'm like, let's do Aerosmith or something like that. So oh, see, yeah. Aaron will go and find the, the the same amps that they used and the same keyboard patches and all that kind of stuff trying to get the same drum room sound yeah and which is a lot of fun so a lot of a lot of the tracks that we have are legit and they sound good and they they almost sound just spot on to original so that's that's tough to do and uh, but fun and i learned something else about myself it's uh, we we talked about this a while back about 
different quirks that we have. Like Bob Smiley, he'll tell a joke and <clears throat> he'll do a cough. And anyway, <clears throat> what are some? Uh, what are, does John have any? Does John have any quirks uh, besides? I can't ping pong paddles. I, I can't. Th- <laughs> Look, John. Google John Branion ping pong paddle bit. Um, you do. You you have some. You you do like a suck your teeth and sometimes uh like or <laughs> wow. What was that? We really gotta fill. I gotta this. think about it. I feel bad because he doesn't even have a... He doesn't have a... John's... No, he doesn't even have a mic, so he can't even defend well, himself. Well, John's tired. He, look oh, at yeah, me. he's tired. He's, he wants oh, to go to sleep. I did this thing where I'm singing. Like you, you, he wants to go to sleep. You, you, um, what do you call it? Isolated my singing voice when I'm singing a part, and I be uh, and I do this grunt at the end of this of the verse. Cletus, take the real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't do that anymore, but yeah, there was a time. tractor. <laughs> and I'll do this gasp at the end of, I'm like. Yeah, it's it's your your death rattle. Are right, you guys want to hear this song? Yeah. yeah. Which one is this? I always like to hear this song. Major Tom Tom. Yeah. This is our uh, Ziggy Stardust. Uh, Space parody. Oddity. Space Oddity with uh, Major Tom Tom. It's about a GPS device that's not working. Yeah. That's all Aaron. No, the 12 string is you. The 12 string is you. Okay. Major Tim to Tom Tom. It's so good. <laughs> I love this song. I'm not even going to lie. Went on a trip to see my mom. Check your satellite. What highway are we on? I've never heard this song. You haven't? What? No. I was watching the blues. I told you. Make a left at highway N. Three. Two. Put on cruise control. I'll help you make it through. Just amazing. That just sounds exactly like. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Isn't that fun? And it's like, I mean, you can't. Is Jason listening to it? (laughs) Listening to what? I can still hear it in the headset. Jason's listening to it. He's listening to that song? Yeah. I'm listening to it. Oh, I thought Jason was listening to it. I was like, there's no way the odds are too. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, that one. So I I remember telling you the idea. We were in. uh, down in the boot heel of Missouri. Yeah. What yeah. was that? Uh, 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 Poplar Bluff. Yes. And, and I, I told you the idea. Yeah. I was, we, I was like, dude, we've got to do a David Bowie song. You and me yeah. both love David Bowie so much. And we were just like, we were talking about different, like, weird ideas. And you were just, you said Major Tom Tom. It's like, I knew exactly what it was going to mm-hmm. be. <laughs> yeah. Before, it, par- it parallels yeah. the original lyrics so well. I mean, like, d- is that a still thing? Do people still have Tom Tom? Devices yeah. in their car, GPS. My, my not dad so has much. a Garmin. People still have, yeah. yeah, they still have GPSs in their car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that was fun just to do and yeah. Okay, here's have there. arguably my favorite Tim Hawkins song hey, ever let's recorded. Hear it. Okay. Oh yeah, 
is just desserts? This is a uh, tuna, tuna fish, fish? sandwich. Okay. A song called Hot Cocoa. Yeah. So weird. When I was a little boy, we moved to Canada, and it was way too cold. I remember the day when I went out to play and thought this feels like the North Pole. But when I got home, my mom would make me a drink I really love so. She put some chocolate powder in some hot water, and mom would make me hot cocoa. That's Brian. Brian playing the guitar on that one. But uh, Robitaille helped you with the drums, right? And bass? Yep. We need to talk about that. Okay, we will. Isn't there a point in this song where you do like a slow, slow down hot cocoa? Yeah. That's the the part I'm thinking about. It's maybe at the end. Yeah, I do this kind of a Guns N' Roses. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. This is the best part. This was played in my closet of our old house with an old. Um, is that your recorder? I forget the name of it. Or your Takamini. Probably Takamini. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part right here. It goes into harmonies. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. I love it. When the third harmony comes in, that's the best part. Coco. Hot cocoa. Yeah. So yeah, there's a uh the guy playing guitar oh, on that is funny. a guy named Brian Bashirs, who is actually uh Brian Bashirs and Scott Meath, uh they owned a studio and music library that I worked at, and they actually introduced me to Tim. And then on bass and I know the drum programming. Did Rob do anything else? Rob Robitaille, who everybody, he's, uh, he's Cletus on the Cletus Take the Real video. And he's yeah. also in uh, Whiff of Kansas. Yep. And um, uh, Pretty Pink Tractor. Pretty Pink Tractor. Pretty Tractor. Tractor. Yeah. That's Rob Robitaille. He's, uh, we worked together. That was the job I had before I went full-time as a comedian. Yeah. Working nights. It was just me and him. We became good friends. And uh, we, he had a, uh, a boss drum programmer. And we yeah. worked nights. So we would just be at night. We got like two phone calls a night. We were doing customer support. <laughs> he told me like he would. Did he, he have his bass program, up there? Yeah, he'd bring the bass up. I bring up my guitar sometimes. <laughs> we basically wrote, did that whole record. Yeah, two records in in that jo- for that job. Oh yeah, Jeez. that was back when it was Tuna Fish Productions. Mm-hmm. Yes, before yeah. Rock Show. That was yeah. back when we had the Tuna Fish shirts and they yeah. came in the little Tuna Fish. We can. still have about oh, yeah. seventeen thousand of those in the attic we that we, we used for pucks, hockey pucks, because they were. We had it. It was like the marketing was it, they shrunk them. Yeah, they're like freeze dried or something. Freeze dried, shrunken down and packed, and they looked like a hockey puck. But it was yeah. like a tuna fish can. Yeah. We should do like a special promotion with those. Do you think yeah. anyone would even want them? I think so. I don't They're know. They're really yeah. cool. Tweet that's us. a good Tell album. Tell us if you that want one of those. really good. Yeah, definitely tweet us if you want, and we'll have to see. Do you, you don't have those at the warehouse, do you? Nope. Okay, we'll have to ship them out of the Dallas one, yeah. but mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. Yeah, we should send those maybe overseas. Another warehouse some, find. 
send yeah. them over third world countries and <laughs> so <be> like <laughs> what is that that would be really mean to ship things that look like cans of food to a third world country <laughs> and then it's a t-shirt that you have to use yeah. fresh okay. water i didn't i didn't <laughs> That's probably the cruelest thing we I could do. I did not think that through, and I apologize. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it's a yeah. shirt. Well, they could use a shirt, but we need water to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. She's dunking in the Ganges. <laughs> Dunk it in the Ganges. Just after we've done a gig with new missions. Yeah. That sounds like a threat from an Irish guy. I'm going to dunk it in the Ganges if you don't. You look at me like that again. <laughs> I'll dunk it in the Ganges, boy. <laughs> right on the kisser. Right on uh, the Ganges. I forgot about this song. This is a um, Jars of Clay. Yeah. Uh, this parody. is uh, My Arms Are Broken. This. Nope. It's, it's, it's off that record. Yeah. <laughs> my voice sounds so high. I found him in the woods and I called him out. We were best friends until today. Bring it home with a shaker. That's, that, I love that song. That's such a cool. I must take him away. But I really That's uh, Michael Pollard doing the mandolin, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Great guitar player. He's a, he's a, yeah. I can't bring myself to it, so I ask you now. This but, is this is the album that w- this is the first time I met you was working on this record. Was my arms are you hear that? Yeah, that's just me pitched high. That's you. That's me. Oh my gosh! It's just like a pit, high pitched patch we had. Wow, that's impressive. That sounds like a girl. Yeah. This is 2004. Oh no no no. Okay, so I met I met you working on Extremely Made Over. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. this. That's this. Okay, this is so extremely made over. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, this is yeah. It, this is where you the took first over. Time we yeah. got together. Yeah. 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 Well, it wasn't like a hostile invasion. Don't make it. It was sound like, like Yugoslavia. That. It was like. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was. It was pretty bloody. You will bring me your album, and I will finish it. Yeah. There was just uh, the dictator died, and there was just a vacuum, <laughs> and you came in and just <laughs> took over with an iron boot. I will tell you how to live now. <laughs> we are going to use Takamini guitars, and we are going to use patches to make you sound like a woman. <laughs> how is that a woman? We are going to do a Jars of Clay song. <laughs> then we are going to do a David Bowie song, whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah. I think I... I think I... That's... I you think were stroking I, a cat. I remember that. <laughs> the David Bowie song, yeah, that's the one that I feel like I goaded you into. It's just like, dude, let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Do, do it. it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Please. Yeah. So yeah. What's what's some of your like what's some of your favorite songs that we've done? Like what are this like the stickouts? I I like um the Who song, the uh uh, paintball wizard. Yeah. I always love doing that one. That, that one got song. me jazzed. I, I do when I listen to the old stuff. I just get motivated to keep to do more because it's it's really so fun. Yeah. Once you get the idea for a song, it's just kind of a rush, and you just feel that's the fun of it to uh, to finish and just how good can we do it? Because I think the better it's done, the more funny it is. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. It's, it's gives it more a little more credibility. I, gr- I agree wholeheartedly. Man, so many. Yeah. Just Let's talk lot. about the man bun song. I mean, that was man a bun. quick turnaround. Yeah, man bun. I wrote and 
it was just a few days before you got started on it. I mean, yeah. I, I sent you the garage band file. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it was just a matter of a week or two that we had ready for for I mean, show was, for the show. Well, and the idea happened like th- maybe three or four weeks before you did the song. Mm-hmm. We were in Pennsylvania. Yep. Tim and I were driving around in a rental van and we're just talking about this idea we were listening to some jason isbell and i showed him that super eight song yeah yeah and how cool it was with the slide guitar and so he came up with the idea to do the man bun thing and then tim likes to do this thing where he doesn't tell me that he's working on a song until it's basically (laughs) done and then he's like hey we're doing this tonight that's how my goal is to you know turn his attention away from the blues (laughs) <laughs> watching, watching the St. Louis Blues hockey game just to watch some part of my show. <laughs> no. So uh, for for those of you, uh, that are, any of you that that wonder how like a Tim Hawkins song gets made, there's a there's a process that we've developed, and typically what happens ninety five percent of the time is Tim will uh, record uh, guitar and any vocals. Uh, always acoustic. Tim is always playing the acoustic guitar. A lot of times he's playing, uh, every solo guitar that you hear is electric. Uh, uh, well, every solo guitar period, whether it's electric or acoustic is Tim. And then I, I, he'll send me those tracks in GarageBand and I pull them out of GarageBand and I load them into, into my program and then I'll do drums and bass guitar and then build it. Yeah. Any additional electric guitars, Keyboards I'm not great at, but um, Tim's brother Todd is a is a really great keyboard player. And then I have another good buddy, a uh, guy named Jay Brown, who uh, he's the one that did all the strings on the government can. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a, a another guy, uh, Dave Prue, who is the husband of one of the the girls that used to work for us. He's done keys on on a few things as well. So every now and then I get to I get to farm something out when it's when it's way above my pay grade, which on keyboards is that's a real low threshold. But then I I, I mix it and we do we typically do two mixes. We'll do a mix for like a like an album, uh, and then we'll do a mix for a track for Tim to use uh, on the road. And that's what we did with uh, with Man Bun. I love yeah. that track. I love that song. Well, we did like, so funny. many good songs from uh, Laugh Tonight. To uh, God bless Chick Fil A. Yeah. Laugh tonight still gets plays. Laugh tonight's good stuff. Yeah, and, that uh, was a, that was a fun one. Um, Did you ever do Government Can Live? Yeah, All the time. And, uh, yeah, for oh, a couple yeah. of years. For yeah. a couple of years. It's on yeah. a yeah. rock show comedy tour. Okay. Yeah. The Government that Can's was, on there. That was pre Caleb. Pre me. Pre you. Yep. Yep. Kids, if you are interested in music production, go get an Electric Light Orchestra record. Just go get their greatest hits record. Just yep. that is such a great place to start. Oh my gosh, Jeff Lynn was just mind-boggling at the time. He took orchestra stuff and synths and smushed it all together into these perfect pop songs. It's unbelievable stuff. Yeah. My dad got me into ELO. That's I want to listen to ELO, I think about my dad. So yeah. when you say kids, who are you talking to? Everybody. Okay. Young kids, old kids, dog kids. Make your dogs listen to ELO. If if there's somebody you love, <laughs> Take them out to dinner and in the car play an ELO record. And then put them to death. Well, like pay Aaron to have does them with his, his dogs. <laughs> well, it makes, like it, sound, it makes it sound like you let them out in the backyard at night and you had a sniper in the tree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's two clicks out. Two clicks out. Hold on. I've got him in my sights. Wind shear of 14 miles an hour. Boom. Old yeller. Like, yeah, no. 
<laughs> wow, well, this got dark. Whoa. The later it gets into the night, the darker it gets. Hey, One minute yellow. ago, you were talking about ELO. Now you're talking about offing your dog. <laughs> I love my dogs. Please don't. No. Please don't send me hate mail. I just, that was we, a joke. Yeah, we we had to we had to let them go. Hate what, mail at oh yeah. <laughs> we had we we had this. One dog we we had to put down Bandit. He was like, he was he was just one of the the best dogs that we had. He was super sweet, and um, it was really hard to put him down. And my wife and I were crying so bad. I got in my car to drive back, and I I look at myself in the mirror because I'm driving back to work, and I'm just a sniveling wreck. My eyes are bloodshot and puffy, and yeah. everything's red. And I realized. That we had put our dog to sleep on April 20th, 420, the pot holiday, and I totally looked like I had been smoking my brains out. (laughs) I'm going to get pulled over and I'm going to go to jail because I look like I just came from like a Bob Marley concert. I did. I I went to a Bible study at college. It's called the Navigators. And I had been, it was off season for baseball, so I was swimming. And there's a lot of chlorine in the pool, so I was doing yeah. laps because it was good for arm strength. So I'm getting down. I'm just my eyes are just like burning, <laughs> and so I'm at this navigator's meeting. I kind of slip in the back because it already started. Of course, I've just I've tears, and then people are coming up to me like, "Hey, dude, you want to need to pray or something?" <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm fine. I just need some saline or something. I was swimming. Sure, kid. Sure, yeah. What What do you need I was prayer? Uh, I was swimming. I went to go see uh, the movie Up. Do you guys remember that? Oh, gosh. That, came out that first 10 minutes. So I went to go see it with my wife, my wife's best friend, Jennifer, who is awesome. And they're, they're two, uh, Jennifer's two daughters. And, you know, the, the beginning is this the story of, of Carl and how he, he finds love and loses love, and and there's this point. There, there was so much of it that was just dialed in. Like there's a point where you you understand, although there's no words, that they're having trouble having a kid. And you know, Destiny and I went through fertility struggles and all this kind of stuff. And it was around that time. And and then you you see the point where he ultimately loses his wife, and I am just leveled. Like I am. There's snot coming out of my nose. Yeah. I'm I'm like having to move my 3D glasses to wipe the tears <laughs> away from my eyes. And I look down the row, and like all four girls are looking at me like, "Dude, are you okay? <laughs> really? I, yeah, they no, weren't crying. No, no, everybody was fine because it's a cartoon. And I'm like, but he, he's he, he's 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 super sad, you guys. And, it's like, <laughs> and like I just felt like the biggest idiot in the world. It was so uh, awful. Like, but I dude, I watched that movie with my daughter probably probably six months ago. And it, she, you know, she's sitting there watching it, and I'm on the couch. And I'm just like, "Don't do it! Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't let yourself get caught up in this story. Yeah, be strong. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, they're gonna say cut, and they're gonna go eat lunch after this. Everything's fine. That guy's yeah. not really gonna die. Yeah, they're just animated. Keep telling yourself they're just <laughs> animated. In and out. That was it. In and out. Oh, Inside out. Burger. Inside out. Animal Inside style. Out. Yeah. Get some of that yeah. next week. <laughs> <laughs> Inside Out. I had a lump in my throat half that movie. I couldn't. I had a yeah, headache. Yeah, that was. I should just let Never it go. I should have just cried. It's good. It's really good. Man, I wish that movie had been around when I was like a little kid because it just it, does such a good job of explaining yes, what's going on. Yes. And Josie now will say, um, you know, she'll say like when she's sad, she's like, "Sadness is at the console." I'm like, 
A, thank you for saying console. That's brilliant. <laughs> mm-hmm. B, I'm really glad you have a grip on your emotions. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I, I just... I can't, I'm thinking of the, the movies I've cried. I cried at that one uh, John Travolta movie, Phenomenon. Remember that movie? Oh, Where yeah. He's kind of a, his character is kind oh, of a dumb yeah. person or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, And then he gets struck by this alien thing, Gets comes and sh- like, a, like a lightning bolt into his body. And yeah. It, and it wraps around his brain. It turns on his brain. He becomes incredibly smart. Yeah. He has these powers with his brain, but ends up killing him at the end. Yeah. Oh, just, just yeah. tore me up. Yeah. I tell you, you know, The Wiz... I cried at the Wiz, dude. Yeah, Diana Ross. She, she. T- I, I can't take it. Yeah, she makes me. That's a level. Lover. Yeah, that that levels me too. Monsters Inc. The- I yeah. cried at Monsters oh, Inc. Okay. No yeah. joke. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, when when, when, she comes when back Boo. In. Yeah. Oh. Are you gonna cry now? Yeah. <laughs> I think I went and saw that with my grandparents. Like after it first came out. What year was that? Oh gosh! Oh wow! All right, get on it, man! Hey, what's up, Was that Charlie the that's Mouse? <laughs> no, that's, no, that was this is Charlie the Mouse. Well, and I call my I got I call my daughter Boo. Mike Wazowski. Oh, two thousand one. because she was. Wow, I was six. You know, she when she was little, we'd put her hair up in a. Oh you know, gosh! Little point. She just looked like she just looked just like Boo. Yeah, it's like so Toy I still Story call her my, was pretty my bad. Boo. Toy Dude, Story, Toy Story three. three. Oh, yep. Toy Story when three. they all join hands, you're like, for crying out loud, like, just get the toys out of here. Yeah, well, it's the same movie, waited, all three movies. Well, we waited so long for that movie too. So those of us that grew up with the first two Toy Story I were know. very emotional when the third one came out. See, that makes sense to me because I, I still kind of not so much, but. I feel sorry or have empathy for inanimate objects. I, I do too. I think it's the Muppets that, that did that well, to I'm me. Well, I'm talking about like M&M's. Like when I'm eating M&M's <laughs> and there's like, <laughs> this is how, I'm going to go deep here. If there's like four blue ones and two yellow, I'll eat a blue or a couple of blue ones to make it even because I feel sorry. <laughs> what about whenever you get like the misshapen ones? Uh, are you like, yeah. aw, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, buddy. That's so sad. Crunch. Yeah. yeah. I do. I yeah. Mean. <laughs> now when people at the venue say, do you travel with any women on the bus? I will now answer yes. What? <laughs> yes, I do. Womanly. You'll eat a couple of blue ones so the yellow ones don't feel bad. <laughs> what? So now oh. I'm going to have to start separating the M&M's. Yeah, for yeah. Freight's got what, a new that's job. That's what happened to Van Halen. It just felt really bad yeah. for, the, yeah. for the green ones. Yeah. That's why they had a 900-page writer. Gonna, yeah. I have to ask him, you can only, Tim can only have blue M&M's. Don't have any other colors in there. I don't know. Because just, it makes him sad. I do. I feel sorry for... Blue M&M's look like Smurf poop. That's not the one M&M I would choose. Like, I think I'd go... Smurf poop. Yeah, they they look like little Smurf what have, pellets. What have you ever seen Smurf pellets? All the in my dream. I don't in know. In your dreams, I don't know. I just imagine. I mean, Smurfs have to Here we poop, go. Right? Here we go. It's the oh, witching hour. Yeah. 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 Every time we do these late stinking potty podcasts, it goes to a weird place. But that's cool. Let's just Thelma and Louise the whole thing right now. Just <laughs> let's just go off the cliff. Here, I'll open the door, <laughs> Jason. Just oh, <laughs> yeah. We couldn't keep it together last episode, and now it's like yeah. 
Let's talk Go about right analog on, versus digital. Right Click on everybody on Earth. Just turns it off. No. Yeah, for the six no of thanks. you that are still with us, it's like that uh, Daniel Tosh, you know, he'll do a bit. He'll be like, six of you? Six? We got six? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Aaron Willis. I, uh, I'm tired. Yeah. You guys tired? Yeah. We got a good weekend. This is our good weekend longest episode. episode. Oh, no. How, okay. We can cut guesses. it down, though. We'll cut it down. We'll cut it down. An hour 45. Freight, what's your guess? Oh, wow. It's maybe... Don't look at your watch! Wow! Cheating. Two hours. I have, I'm ADD. I have zero concept of time. Then this will be fun. What's your guess? What's my guess? October. Okay. <laughs> so we have an uh, hour 45, two hours in October, uh, hour 42. Yeah. Wow. We'll cut it down. We'll yeah, cut, we'll, yeah, we'll cut it down. Anyway. There's, there's plenty of, of material to jettison there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll cut out all the freight talking. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks everybody for listening. Um, should we do uh, um, porter potty? What we what we learn today, Mister Aaron? Mister Aaron, don't Aaron let Aaron do it. Or it'll it'll stretch okay, out to we'll two and a half hours. I'm digital out. analog. We talked a little bit uh, movies. Oh, records. Movies. Rock yeah, talk about records. records. Um, Talked about that? some of your songs. We played some of played the, some of the songs. Uh, that's fun. That's fun to do. That's kind of a new feature. Um, but it. Uh, but yeah, everybody go to at Potty Break. We didn't do any questions tonight from the. Uh, from Twitter, but please, uh, we had to take the priorities. We will, Aaron Willis. Let's do that next. Our next podcast, we'll yeah. do some questions. And um, thanks so much for listening at Potty Break on Twitter. Thanks, Aaron, for hanging out. Great show. See you, everybody. Throat voice. Uh. <laughs> Cock.